Oh, yeah. Phone on silent. Hello, soul viewers, listeners. This is Big Ronnie. We are back at Moniker Art Fair in Greenpoint. It is the final day. It's Sunday morning. I got to say, I've got a lot of trade show experience, and this has been one of the nicest ones, one of the more professional ones, and certainly one of the most fun ones, because it's indoors and out, John. Yeah, it's no, it's a great time here. Out. Tell us who's painting this morning. Uh, this morning we've got, uh, Findac is still working on his piece right up front, and then we've got Brusque from Lyon, France, right out around the corner, and then Buff Monsters next to him. I think Mirrors 1 finished... Maybe, or he may still be working on it, but he's out there as well. Uh, and I think that's what we've got, the four guys painting out there right now. Now, um, yesterday was a big Findac day for you, was it not? It was. It was kind of a, an epic day for me, I think, in terms of, uh, I don't know, I kind of went, uh, as, as Bike Girl would say, I went fangirl on him uh, <laughs> and uh, just really enjoyed having him here. We did a podcast with him. He, uh, he was just great to talk with and... Uh, I love the whole experience. So. It was a lot of fun. Now, Bike Girl, we have another female soul contributor on the panel with us today. Yes, we do. Uh, it is another senior member. Uh, Nicole, we are so happy to have you. Thank you so much. Thank happy you for coming here. in. My this pleasure. is your world, is it not? It is. It's what makes me the happiest woman on earth. It's my oxygen, as we know. Art um, is her oxygen. That is one of Nicole's wonderful platforms that she administers and writes for. But sold, I am here for you a hundred and thousand percent. So who do you love after walking through the show? What are some of your fun st- one of your favorites in there? Oh my goodness. Well, Finn, I also I love Derek Gores. I love Brusque. Um, there's so many more people. And to bring Cat, where are you at? I miss you. Um, at each booth, I do find that there is something that I love about each booth. And Faith 47, God, do I miss you. I wish you were back again. Hera, oh my gosh, please come back soon. I know you travel so very much. Uh, there's so many more. But here with us today is Jay Shells. Jay Shells, welcome to the program, brother. Thank you. So happy to stumble into you guys. This is great. Now, we're going to go back in time. I'm going to go back in Stella Bella and Big Ronnie time. I'm going to go back in Soul Magazine time. Are you ready, guys? You ready. Dun, dun, dun. Now, Erica got her start meeting a bunch of uh, street art people working at 17 Frost Gallery right here in Williamsburg. Now, I had always been in there, and I learned how to draw stickers there, and I met Net and Cost and so many of the, 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 the cool people that just told me my shit sucked so early on and I learned to do something that didn't I keep, suck. I keep doing that. Yeah, and you, it's motivation. It's what You're it is. You're welcome. But my favorite piece on the wall in in Nets Gallery was Jay Shell's Big Pun piece. It was covered in his video. There's another one on the street and you and Erica helped get that piece for my 40th birthday. Yes, we did. So, this is one of my favorites. Wasn't it hand-delivered to you, too? It was. I didn't know who he was when he came over the house. He's like, I got something for Ronnie. I'm like, yeah. And uh, and then Eric was like, no, you got to be nice to him. I'm like, I'm sorry. But um, I know <laughs> you're a hip-hop nice fan, and we're going to get into that real quick. But for the fans that don't know the piece, are you ready to rhyme the lyric with me in three seconds, two seconds, one Like at second? full speed? Dead in the middle of little, literally, little did we know that we riddled some middleman who didn't do diddly. Mm. Woo! Woo! That was not planned, and that's why Jay Shells is the man. That Brother, nice. welcome. 
Lots of fun. Tell us what you're doing here today. What's going on? Well, I went out for a run and decided it would be nice to, to run over here. I didn't get to come the last couple of days. Literally, as in you run marathons these days. I actually ran days. here with my feet, and I'm going to run home. Uh, yeah, so great. I happened to see some people painting outside on the way, but couldn't stop, couldn't break my stride, but I, I stopped to come inside and walk around, and this is a, a, great, a great fair. We appreciate it, and yeah, yeah uh, Tina did a great job with the curation. We're going to talk to Nicole about it all day. Uh, Nicole, what was one of the first things you loved about Jay's work? Oh, my gosh. I love the rap quotes. I mean, I love that he also takes the time. It's truly a love of his, of Jay's hip-hop culture. So the way that he shows it all around the city, he goes to the actual locations where these hip-hop quotes were actually taken and spoken of is just in his in his body, in his DNA. But then he has a whole other side to him as a father and also has mediums beyond belief with collaborations with so many different artists. And um, one of the most professional, profound, bright, delicious, delightful souls that I've had the chance to know and interview. I can't disagree with any of that, brother. How does that make you feel? Well, you can't see my blushing uh, on audio, but I and assure you I am. Thank like, you for uh, those kind words. Mad crazy with a wood burner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's funny that the Rap Quotes is a great project, Labor of Love. Still doing it five years strong when I get the time, but the real passion is the pyrography work and watercolor painting that I do, but it's just far less known, which I'm fine with. Now, by, when was the first time you saw Jay's work in the street? Uh, it wasn't in the street. The first time I met him is was when he brought his beautiful large panel in to be hung for Brooklyn is the Future. Oh, yeah. Where is that panel? That's a question I have oh, gosh. for the world. Um, I used to know the storage unit was in, but now I wouldn't be able to tell you. It's somewhere. But if you're ever wondering, I saw him the other night here at the show, so it's still out yeah, there I somewhere. Because I, I think I want to take it and install. It was a giant, like, eight-foot by five-foot panel. Huge, yeah. And it's... I, I developed a typeface that was sort of a... It was inspired by Raekwon's logo from his first album, which each letter was constructed by cutting up other letters. So the R was made of, like, four different R's. And I always loved it. Before I was a graphic designer, I mean, as a, that came out when I was, like, 14 or 15 years old, and I loved it. So fast forward 20 years, and I developed a whole alphabet of cut-up letters re-put put together. They don't quite look like the Raekwon. I tried to make them different. But anyway, I made a whole alphabet, and then I wrote County of Kings in this typeface. Mm. So the word Kings, each letter was gigantic. Oh, it was brilliant. Black panel Black and gold, gold paint. Yeah, oh, it I'm, was striking. I love it. So I, I, want it, I, I want it I think because of your typeface and the recognizable nature of your work, I really think uh, your stuff lends well to potential tattoos. Have you, have you seen any, any fans get tattoos yet? I've, I've done a few for people that have asked for them, but I haven't seen... It's not like... Chris RWK where like 50 people a day are getting the robot tattooed I, don't, I haven't gotten that uh, but I've done some for people that's all you so you I haven't tattooed oh you've designed but I've designed some them yeah, to be tattooed that's yeah. dope I have a question also would you mind talking a little bit about the hip hop culture like what you first started with the rap quotes because that is of interest you know the red and white stands out so much from white and red oh yeah can you talk about a little bit about how you just Oh, oh, wait, I'm thinking of something else. Ad takeovers as well. Let's not forget sure. that. But how you go into the streets in broad daylight 
and night as well. Like, what is your um, what is your pattern of how you get them up? Well, I think. Well, for one, I've always been interested in lyrics and rap music. I've always just paid very close attention to lyrics, and I think. I can't say where the first spot was that I happened to be and realized, oh, this was mentioned in a song. Okay. But I remember the feeling of it and thinking, oh, man, I'm at that corner from Blank Song and how cool that is, which is why so many historic places in the world have a What plaque. song was that the first well, no, time I don't you were there? You don't remember? I don't remember. I remember the feeling he had. I remember the feeling of being there. For me, it was Beastie Boys. Um, which spot? Uh, I hope she says, let's go down to the bay, Sheepshead Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I lived right there, so that was... All right. Was like, oh, 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 I know what they're talking about. I know what bay that is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's why a lot of places have pla- commemorative plaques, like such and such happened here, but nobody was really doing that for hip-hop, and when I got the idea, I just sort of, at least for me, I thought it was super dope, and I always do everything for myself, hoping that there's some contingent of people that have my similar taste, and I don't make anything for anyone else, so... I thought it was cool, so I figured there's got to be at least 10 other people in the world that think this will be cool. I just didn't know it was going to blow up. But as far as the aesthetic, so first of all, let me rewind. I did another project where I made street signs and put them out. And I have to give credit to Trusto Corp. Uh, we know who that is. That was the first time I saw somebody do that. And his were way cooler. Like, they were just really illustrative. Well, well, I'll explain. So okay, his were dope and stylistic. And... When I decided to use street signs to put shit up, stuff up, you can say shit, shit, you can shit, say whatever you shit. Want. When I decided to start putting stuff up on street signs, I made a point to make it look like boring municipal right. street signs to blend in. To blend yeah, in, absolutely. that was the beauty of it. If you put it up oh, in script or, or wild style or something like that, it wouldn't have met. It wouldn't no. blend it. It right. was the fact that it looked uh, uh, Real. analogous to the environment is what makes you recognize it. The plain typeface. The, the high contrast red and white. I mean, uh, you nailed it, brother. That, that was the point. I wanted it to be... Because I'm somebody who looks at every little nook and cranny of any any place that I'm in, really. That's where I find... I mean, like a lot of the people that are here looking at this type of work, mm-hmm. we're the type of people that look for stickers right. and decaying, peeling, cracking paint, and little minutiae that details. everybody else, 95% of the world, walks right over and walk past. We look at the little rust forming with pieces of paint and a faded sticker and a lost dog poster and a whatever. That's the stuff that I think we all kind of love. So I decided to make those signs as for people who really look for things and pay attention. If I made them neon pink and neon green, obviously everybody's going to see no, them. No, it's but the treasure hunt aspect. Exactly. I think that's what we all love about this, this type of artwork. Jay, so yeah. in the subways, I remember, you used to take over... Yeah. The subways inside, like all the to-dos and don't yeah. do this. Like. That, was the fr- that was in 2010. I think mean, that was the first time like people beyond close associates and gallery shows at that point, had like the public had seen any of my stuff. So that was the first time I put stuff out there with my name on it in public and it was like, I did it. So, yeah, that was the subway etiquette project. So I made a list of ten rules of, of behavior for the subway wrote them sort of tongue-in-cheek. They're all sort of silly because I'm silly. But I made them look... They don't look like that anymore. Now they're white. They changed the aesthetic, but they were dark blue, orange with a yellow background and black type. blend in as well. So I did them. They looked exactly like the... Uh, the subway posters. So I made these rules and I put them on. I'm going there. I'm going there. You ready, guys? I'm going there. Go, go, go. You are physically uh, the ideal height for a man in terms of cars and moving around and transport. 
Wait, what? What, what does that mean? I don't what? understand that. Watch, ready? Five nine one sixty, five eight one sixty ish. Yeah, that's yeah. about right. Yeah. Hmm. What's that good for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's car designers, transportation manufacturers, airline uh, seat manufacturers. Oh, I'm an average size person. He is <laughs> the. No, no, no. I'm, In I'm other words, that's good. <laughs> you are the average sized man. Okay. And at an ideal weight, I think your ability to blend in in a crowd is hmm. what's making you make work that stands out yet still blends in. I would, sta- I would stare at him all day long. I didn't say he wasn't good looking. Okay, okay. <laughs> I said height and weight, Nicole. Okay. I didn't say that at all. I don't actually understand He's what you're He's saying you okay. resemble your work. I'm saying his work Which resembles... Which is common among a lot of artists. When he walks Got down it. the street... That's interesting. Let's talk about it. Another blending in plain sight type of work, Nicole. You see where I'm going? I I think that's a very astute and unique. I mean, the act could be roses, but it's still blending in. He's definitely roses. (laughs) No, I I think I do to some level. I need to think about that a little more. But that's a really interesting. Now, your woodwork, of course not, and some of the work that you put inside the Ed takeovers, of course not. But I like that it's like. There was he an ad here, and now it's me here. Mm. Ronnie, you got to see him. He, he doesn't walks. walk, he runs. I, uh, please, Nicole, don't think that I threw the no, word no, out there, no, average, to mean know. anything close to average for this gentleman. No, I am a fan. Nicole's going to be sticking walks. up for these artists, I think. No, I wasn't and he a does his ad takeover with swag. The guy just comes in and goes in and goes out. <laughs> swag. Leaves this shit and must feel like adrenaline. Hey. I, I love it. And this is why, Nicole, if you are an artist out there, it is your job to get Nicole to like you because (laughs) she is the best ally, the best cheerleader, the best fan. I I would love for Nicole to love my stuff someday. Uh, You'll get there. No, your your, your kids like my stuff, and that's good enough for me. Well, you said adrenaline. I think that's why anyone who dabbles in... uh, questionably legal outdoor artwork is hooked on the getting away with it. Absolutely. You know, until you don't, and that sucks, but most of the time, you know. So, till you don't, has that been an occurrence so far in your life? Only twice. That's not Only too bad. Only twice. And actually, it's a great story. The second time I got arrested was when I was just dating my now wife, and they left her a message, because they, you know, that when you go to Central Booking, you got to oh, yeah. have a contact. You have to give them a number. She still has this voicemail from them at 100 Center Street saying, <laughs> your spouse was arrested, and she got a kick out of it, because we weren't, we were like sort of just dating, but we knew we were going to. Premonition. So she actually has it saved. I have one voicemail saved from Spike Lee. She has one voicemail saved from 100 Center Street calling me her spouse when I wasn't, and she, Why she did that. you keep the one from Spike Lee, and what did he say? He, he commissioned some work for me years ago, and it came through like a go-between, and I wasn't expecting to hear from him, but he left a message, and it was just, I mean, I could, I could play it for you. It's nothing like secret, but he just says like, Jay, this is Spike Lee. Like, almost like it was a joke, but it was, you know, it was definitely him, and then I went and delivered the work and met him and everything, but uh, yeah, I, I had to save that one. That's, that's too good. It's a memory. I love Jay Shell's work, Nicole. <laughs> Well, let's, talk, let's, talk, let's explain the piece. We okay. talked about the lyric. Okay. It's actually, yes, yes. it was a cool medium to it explore. I'm not done with it. It is a foot metal, patina, copper. copper. Patina was the... Patina, well, it's, it's forced patina, so... It goes to the green. green right, so like, right. Yeah. I, I hope we all know what happens to a penny if it gets old or gets 
damp for an extended period of time, turns green like the Statue of Liberty, which of course exactly. is originally it's copper. Called oxidation. It is called yeah. oxidation. Happens very slowly with copper, but you could sort of speed it up with various chemicals or acids Jay and salts. So I had a piece of. Co- I wanted to do this big pun, Little Italy, rap quote sign, but I didn't want to do it the way that I normally do. They're usually street signs, but sometimes they're giant bus shelter takeovers. Sometimes they're murals. Sometimes they're other things. And for the big pun one. I was inspired by just those old copper Italian espresso machines. And I just thought, like, for Little Italy, I, how can I do something Makes with sense, any... Jay. Smart. So, you know, there's a several metal places where you can do this sort of thing, but I measured the width of the green municipal sign holders that are all over New York with the whole every inch. Measured the width of that, and I had a piece of copper cut the exact width of that with, like, five holes. I got tamper-proof bolts. Really, I didn't want this to go away, so I made it. It's still there. Gentlemen, to the... Right, Jay? Honestly, you are so prolific to the very, like, last detail. <laughs> that is yeah. in your personality. I'm obsessive, in other words, maybe. Yeah, I'm obsessive, <laughs> too. Average and obsessive. <laughs> well, there's got to there's be a concept to everything, so that, that, I think that, that every was why. I don't even know if I broke that down for you. But no, that, and that, that must be kind of cool for you to be hearing about this because you Why do you, you think, think I wanted him on the program and was going to ask every question about I this? I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. So I, I, it. So, I took, so I took the the copper slab, and I have a vinyl cutter at home, so I laid out the typography, the same font that I normally use for the Rap Quotes project. So just given all the trade secrets here because I don't care. Laid the vinyl down and then... You do it like you do it anyway. You sort of sand it down to get whatever residue might be on the surface. Put the vinyl sticker down, which is in essence a big stencil. Mm -hmm. And then I treated it with a mixture of miracle Grow and red wine vinegar, which smells... Worse than you could ever imagine. Horrible smell. Wait, See, so that's what John puts in his hair. That's a really interesting... <laughs> exactly. Smell. Pomade. That, that way you know them here. Jay Short's Pomade. Available right. soon. <laughs> and wrapped it in saran wrap and let that sit for about 24 hours. And then that forced the exposed areas to turn green. Wow. Once it was dry, peeled off the vinyl, which was actually kind of tricky, but got it off. And then I varnished it like 50 times to protect the green because it's because it's sort of a fake patina. It's really just on the surface. You could actually kind of scrape it off. So I varnished the shit out of it so that it would that it would hold. Um, but that was it. So I made two. The one that I installed was the opposite. So the letters are copper and the background's green. And the one that you have, I believe, the background's copper and the letters, letters are green. green. Correct. Now, and where is the other one? So that's another interesting story. I met Big Pun's wife. They had a, a benefit... Uh, a whole big pun art related show and I took I don't know for those of you who know there's a big pun logo that was created that was a riff on Michael Jordan's Jumpman logo but it's pun flying so it's through the air. Yeah, flying yeah, through yeah. the air and he was of course a very large person certainly unable to jump in that manner which made the logo awesome uh, so I took that and I put it on a diamond shaped yellow metal street sign in black and it just I just put X-I-N-G under it to like pun crossing nice so I made two, one for the show for them to sell, and I put one outside. It was avant-garde gallery on the Lower East Side, oh, sure. one outside. Yeah. So Pun's wife was there, his kids, talking to them. And I said, holy shit, because it was very recently that I had put it up. So I showed her a picture, and she asked where it was. And I said, well, it's as close to dead in the middle of Little Italy as I could get. And it was like, uh, it's either on Mott or Mulberry, just south of, uh, shit, I can't remember now. Right in, the, right in the middle. I put it up. Grand. And she said, oh, wow, that's dope. Are you sure it's still there? I'm going to go look for it. And so she did. And then she said, you know, I don't know if you care, but, you know, there's Little Italy in the Bronx. And 
I don't know for sure, but I'm fairly certain that's what he was referencing. And I was like, God damn it. I can't take it off now. So I, so I made a street sign version of it, which I'll get up at some point. I have it in my closet. Up on Arthur Avenue. Up on Arthur Ave. Or I'm going to actually draw a compass around Little Italy and find the whatever the middle. He says vetoes. The line before that. Meet just meet me at Vito's with, with noodles. We'll do this dude yeah. while he's slurping spaghetti, yeah. right? Vito's so if there's actually Arthur a Vito's, Avenue. is there a Vito's? Uh, well, the, I believe it's still there, yeah. If there's a Vito's, obviously that's where it's going to go. If there's not, I'm just going to go dead in the middle of Little Italy. Love it. You know, awesome. but that's so there's a story, there's a story See for everyone. that, fans, there's a story, and all you have to do is scratch the surface, Absolutely. and you're going to smell something. And I'm, that's what we do around here at Sold. After a five-mile run here, I'm smelling like right, something, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before you go... Is that Miracle I, Girl? I, to- <laughs> I told Eric I wouldn't do this anymore because it didn't really land too hard yesterday. But we're going to do it with you because you're a hip-hop fan. Top five, go. Oh, God. Uh, Big L. Uh, oh, this is, it, you know, it changes from time to time. I'm going to say Big L, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem. I'm throwing OC in there. And what do I have? One more. Um... It's just it's just really hard for me. What I say, Big L, OC, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, who's a new addition to my list. I mean, Kendrick's just fucking king. Well, he just run it. Didn't he just win like a a uh, Pulitzer Prize yep. or something like that? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a genius. He'll be in the history books. Uh, I mean, let's th- let's get pun. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here, folks. Big L, Big Pun, Woo! Eminem, Kendrick. J-Shell's top five. We appreciate it. We appreciate your time, brother. Thank you for uh, slowing down and letting the lactic acid build up in those muscles so you can start running again in 10 seconds. Uh, that'll be fun, I'm sure. Please hydrate. Yes, I'll do that when I get home. Always. And uh, this was a lot of fun. Oh, can I say uh, one more thing? You can say 10 more things. Yeah. I don't know if you're trying to wrap this up, but there's another cool little story here. So... For those of you who don't know but this pyrography work, these wood burns that I do, I, I use pointillism. They take hundreds of hours. They're really insane. They're beyond brilliant. Yes. So here I notice uh, Roman Fine Art has a booth. So that's Damien Roman. Damien. Right? So he Very worked well. before a few years ago for a gallery in East Hampton called Varid Gallery. Correct. They saw me at the Fountain Art Fair. He had me in a group show four summers ago with like four or he five of my, of my wood burn pieces at Varid Gallery in East Hampton. Mm-hmm. Kind of a swanky uh, gallery, and the, but the work Great was Ross like all the work well. that's in here. It was like more um, offbeat, you know, street work, graffiti writers that were showing in a gallery. So my work was when I went to the opening. It was like in between swoon stuff. I lost my mind because I love swoon, and it was just so cool to be showing. But anyway, at the end of the show, nothing had sold, and I went there to pick up the work, and he pulled me aside and he said. We got so many questions about your work. People are fascinated. It's so interesting. Everybody that came in asked about it. But all the collectors want color. And the pyrography, they're just wood burn. It's just, it's not grayscale because it's sort of brown on wood, right? But there's no color to it. And I said, he said, would you ever consider adding some color to these? Would you paint? And I said, no, that's not what this yeah. is about. I'm not going to change my work. Nope. I make money in other ways. I'm not depending on this work right. to sell. I'm not going to go hungry. So, no, I'm going to make the work the way I want to make it. Sorry. He's like, all right, well, it's a shame. And that's probably why he hasn't showed any of my work since. But what that did was I kept going back to that. Like, damn, you know what? Maybe maybe he was right. Maybe maybe these would look cool with color. And I paint, but I didn't want to paint on these. So that, to me, opened the door for collaboration. I think I know exactly. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start inviting artists who I like to paint with me on my wood burns. 
So that's the re So Damian Roman, who I didn't see back there, but he's the reason that I started these collabs, which now in the series, which eventually you guys will see in a, in a solo show, I've got Ski Into, You Are New York, yes. BK Fox, uh, Chris RWK, One Tooth, Daniel Mastrian, uh, who else? There, there's, there's a bunch, and they're coming out really unexpected and beautiful and colorful and juicy Emilio, and the contrast okay. of styles right. Emilio? Say that again. and Emilio Ramos yes. of course I can't forget Emilio so this is a really good point for younger artists coming up is don't be afraid to step out of your, as your own aesthetic don't Comfort be afraid zone. to allow influence from another artist mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to intend to collaborate from start don't look at it like what do I do with these and let's put some other people no no he had the advice initially and he said fuck that advice I don't like that advice I'm not doing that but time and other experiences make you come back and revisit certain things. I can't wait to see him. That's, that's that right, and you great. actually didn't compromise on your your thoughts about the piece. You were like, well, if I bring someone else in, it could actually be a cool thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's great. It adds, doesn't take away. Yeah, I think they've completely added. I think I think the pieces are so much cooler than the ones that are. I mean, I love the the you know I'm I'm a fan of the, my own work that I've been doing. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't do it. Yes. But the collabs are just bonkers like they're just crazy I'm I'm getting pretty close to to something I'm still I'm still building the body of work they take a really long time I've been working on them for six years all the small ones sold a long time ago but all the ones now are really big and they take forever so it's going to be a little while longer but I'll show you I'll show you on a little iPhone screen before we part ways Uh, but I tease them on on Instagram from time to time well, Jay, thank you very much. Thank this was awesome. So uh, can't wait to see those collabs. Love to see the uh, you know the, the work that you're doing. Uh, you know, before we wrap, please let uh, your fan, our fans, listeners, you know, know where they can find you online and uh, you know purchase some of your work, please. Oh yeah, uh, well, find me at jshells.com, J-A-Y-S-H-E-L-L-S dot com, and uh, Instagram. Of course, we all use profusely these days, and that's at jshells underscore at the end because somebody took my shit before I had a chance to. Underscore. Underscore. That's that that's that dash that's on the baseline of the type for those who don't know. Uh, yeah. That was awesome. Thank you very much. We are sold out with J Shells. Have a nice one.